Welcome to Peaceful Parenting with Pam. I am your host, Pamela Query, and I am here to help you keep your cool while still getting your kids to cooperate so you can parent in a peaceful way and actually enjoy being a parent. That means no more endless negotiating, lecturing, or explaining. No need for threats, bribes, or consequences. No more daily yelling. So if you want to create a peaceful family, I'm here to show you how. Today, I'm going to talk to you about uh, how to respond, how I respond to my children when um, they inevitably, inevitably shout at me, you go away, leave me alone. Um, So how should we best respond? So, and the reason I want to talk about this is because it's it's something that comes up a lot. Parents ask me this all the time. So if this is happening to you, rest assured that many, many other parents are experiencing this as well and are doing their best to try and figure this out. So, um, you know, the typical scene is that your child is upset about something. Maybe you've said no to something. Maybe you have been, um, maybe you've been getting frustrated with your child all morning and they've just been pushing your buttons and doing everything that you've asked them not to do. And you've finally, you know, they have snapped or you have snapped or whatever's happening that um, tempers are running high um, and they get really really upset or maybe you know it's 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 um, they've had a fight with a sibling or and they feel blamed or they feel you know they, they feel uh, hard done by in some way and they get really really upset and you want to be there for them and you know as parents we really want to be there for our kids we want to um, offer them our warmth and our connection um, and we want to support them with their big feelings. You know, I think it's one of the number one things that parents would say is that, you know, they want their kids to have a, a healthy relationship with their feelings um, and they want to be able to support them with their feelings and to, to feel the full range of, of human feelings, that they want their kids to have a good relationship with that. Um, but then what happens is our, uh, our child you know, we, we, we want to offer them, we want to be there and support them, but our child um, is like, has other ideas and they shout, you know, leave me alone, or it could start with, the, you know, I hate you, you're the worst mom in the world. Um, and uh, then inevitably they will run off, they'll run away, they'll run into another room, they'll run upstairs to their bedroom, they'll slam the door. And if you come up to approach them, they'll be shouting through the door, go away, leave me alone, you're the worst mom the worst dad in the world, I hate you, I don't want you to be around. And then you're in this dilemma as to what what should I do? How do I respond to that? So should you respect their wishes? Should you be respectful? And I know a lot of parents, this is really important to them, that maybe their boundaries were crossed a lot uh, whenever they were children and um, their wishes weren't respected. And it can be really important, um, you parents feel it's really important to respect their kids' boundaries and to respect their bodily autonomy and and um, you know there's there's issues there around consent and all of that and that's really important um so you know parents are thinking do i respect them do i respect their wishes um or you know do i stay close to them how and how do i how do i best support them how do i help them in this moment what is the best um what is the best way to support them so my thoughts on this are that nobody wants to be left alone with their big feelings and especially not a child a young child who 
you know, is really learning how to deal with their emotions and learning how to regulate their emotions. And they often really need our support and our help with that. But, you know, nobody wants to be left with their, uh, left with their, these big, uncomfortable feelings. And even if you think to yourself, if you think back to times, either when you were a child, um, when you were a teenager, maybe, or when you were an adult, maybe various situations as an adult, when things were really hard for you and you were really upset and you told the people closest to you, just leave me alone, I want to be on my own. And you, you took yourself off on your own and then you're sitting there on your own. And how did you feel in those moments? Um, and, you know, maybe you did want to be on your own because that the, the people around you weren't able to be with those feelings and weren't able to support you well. But, you know, if you take a moment to think what you really needed in that moment and probably um, what most of us really needed in that, those moments is, um, you know, somebody to come in and to, to listen to us and to put an arm around us and to really be with us in our feelings and accept us for, you know, those feelings that we're having. So accepting and loving and warmth um, and without judgment, without shame or blame. Uh, and often that's what we needed in those moments, is someone just to be there with us. Um, so that's exactly how our children feel. That I really believe that people do not want to be left with those big emotions, especially not our children. For our children, those big feelings that are coming out are big and scary. Um, and the thing is that what is happening in, that, in those moments when our kids get really upset, so they have all these emotions seething around under the surface and you are the person they feel probably most in the world. There may be somebody else as well, but probably you're the person that your child feels safest with. So what happens is that they've got all these big feelings under the surface. They feel emotionally safe with you. So when you come close to them and they feel your warmth and your love and your um, connection, that those big feelings start to come out and they can't help it, they can't hold it back. They feel safest with you and that's where they bring all their yuckiest stuff. Um, and those feelings want to come out, but that's really uncomfortable for kids. Uh, uncomfortable for adults as well, you know, that like we're really good at running away from our feelings, of stuffing our feelings back in, of doing anything we can to avoid feeling those feelings. And our kids are no different that we don't, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to feel yucky and they, it's, you know, they'd rather avoid, just avoid at all costs, these feelings, these big feelings that are coming up. But your closeness and your presence and your love are making that really difficult for them to avoid those feelings and they're spilling out. So what happens is, is that they point the finger at you, that you are the source of their upset and you're the source of their um, discomfort. And of course you're not you're just the you're just the presence that is um bringing it out of them and um, those feelings are in there those feelings are probably from older occasions when you know some hurt or fear or sadness went in and what you're doing is your your closeness is just helping them to to um feel those feelings and that's uncomfortable but they pin it on you and it's not fair and <laughs> but that's what happens that's what happens is they pin it on you so you're the source of um, in their minds, you're you're the one that's causing them to feel horrible. So they that's why they say, you know, I hate you. Get away from me. Leave me alone. I just want to be on my own. You're the worst mummy, or you're the worst daddy in the world. And um, so that that's why all of this stuff comes out. 
um, and what they are what they are saying whenever they um, are, are separating and running upstairs and slamming the door is that I don't want to feel these feelings. I want to get away from you because you are um, helping me to feel these feelings. So, um, and the thing is that what happens then though is that they separate, they go away on their own. That can be, a, you know, that can be a bit scary and uncomfortable for them, but they go off on their own and then they push those feelings back down in whatever way they, they distract, they distract themselves, they, you know, whatever it is they do, they, they push those feelings back down. And then, you know, that maybe 20 minutes later or whatever, they'll come back downstairs and they'll be in a bit of a, you know, a bit of a stump, but the feelings are packed back in and then it, it won't take very much before those feelings are coming up again because they're still in there. They haven't gone anywhere. Um, and, you know, it might be in 10 minutes time, it might be two hours later, it might be later that day, it might be next week that these, these upset feelings are going to come out again. So I feel that, that we're not doing our children any favours whenever we just allow them to put that lid on the feelings again. And we're not doing ourselves any favours either because they're going to pop up again and again and again. And I always say to people, it's like this whack-a-mole game where the feelings are popping out and they're, the, the, you know, your child is like pushing them back in and then they pop out somewhere else. And then, you know, then they're hitting their sibling and then they're getting annoyed at you and then they won't sit at the table. And, you know, these feelings are popping up all over the place and our, our kids are doing their best to push them back down again. Um, so I don't think we're doing them any favours when we... Um, you know, allow them to take themselves off and push those feelings back in. And, and it's hard for us as well because we're having to work really hard um, as parents then to manage these big feelings all the time. We're always managing them. They're getting in the way. Um, they're getting in the way of, of us enjoying our family life. So my policy is that, um, you know, that I want to support my children with their feelings and I want to help them um, to get those feelings up and out of their system. And I do that really just by connecting with them. And that's the purpose of this. The purpose isn't, you know, I want my child to feel these feelings. The purpose is I want to connect with my child. I want them to feel emotionally safe. And if big feelings come along with that, then I'm going to accept those and listen to those and allow those to come out. Um, so what I do is, you know, the policy in our house is that we don't leave the kids alone with their big feelings. So, um, and I say that to them, I say, I'm not going to leave you alone with your big feelings right now. I'm going to stay close. And if they run off to their room, um, I follow them. And, you know, sometimes I, you know, usually they're too fast. Usually the door's slammed in my face. If they haven't slammed the door in my face, I'll, I'll come into the room and I'll go as close to them as will allow. And what you can do is you can really notice when you get in very close, you'll, you'll notice that the feelings come up. And when you back away and leave the room, you'll notice that the feelings go back down again. So often it's like a little bit of a dance. It's a little bit of, of um, noticing what happens when you go in close, what happens if you, um, if you pull away. And often what happens when you go in close is that um, there can be a lot of anger and um, you know, your child like very like, I hate you and you know, a lot of um, shouting and anger. But just know that that's, the, that's like the crusty protective layer on the outside. And in underneath that are our child's um, deeper feelings of the, the, the tears, the upset, the sadness is right in underneath the surface. And when you meet that, um, that shouting um, and that anger with, with just with acceptance and with, um, 
with um, love and with connection, then that often allows our kids to get to those underneath feelings that are driving all this anger. So, um, so I, I invite you to, to notice that, to try and just notice what happens when you go in close. Um, how, does, how, does, um, how does that change? How does, our, our, uh, how does your child's upset change? What happens if you give them a little bit more space and back away? Um, are they, you know, do you notice that they're, they, 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 they put their feelings back in? Um, so it's really good just to notice that. If our child slams the door in our face and we're at the other side of the door, what we want to do is we want to let our kids know that we're there. We want to let them know that we're listening, that we love them, that we accept them. And we're trying to send that love and connection through the door to them. So um, when the door slammed in my face, I, I always go up and I knock on the door and, and I'll just say, um, I'm right here. Uh, I love you. I know this is hard. Um, and I often say, you know, I, there's a big hug waiting for you anytime you want it. And sometimes you can hear, you, you know, I'll hear them crying then, that'll bring on the tears. And I'll be just like, yeah, I'm right there. I'd love to come in if you want me to. Um, but I won't force, force the door, I won't force um, my way into the room or anything. And if they're just on the other side of the door feeling really cross and grumpy, um, a great idea is, you know, because you want them to feel your connection. So a great thing to do is to run away and uh, find, quickly find a piece of paper and a pen. And you can start to write them little love notes through the door. And this works so well. So if a child isn't can't read or write yet, you can draw, you can start with drawing like a heart. You can, um, and you know, so you draw a heart or you write a note if your child's a bit um, older, you can write a note as well, and maybe draw some hearts around it and you, you feed it in through the door. And what you're just trying to do is form that connection and make them feel, um, you really feel that you're there for them without any of the shame or blame or anything like that. So the note goes in through underneath the door. The first note you send through will more than likely be ripped to pieces and shoved back through the door. Um, or they'll open the door and they'll throw it at you and don't write me notes. And you just persist. And the message you're sending is, I'm not leaving. I am here for you. I am in your corner. I am fighting for you. I am not going to leave you alone with these big feelings. Um, and so you go again and you do another, another note, another little heart. Um, and really try to connect with your child. Really try and think, you know, what, do I, what do they need to hear right now? What do they need to hear from me? Um, and if you connect in with that and, and just whatever comes to mind, whether it, you know, it's just, I love you, um, I'm sorry this is hard. And you can write, start to write like little longer notes. And before long, um, they'll stop, rip, after usually two or three notes, they'll stop ripping them up. They will maybe run and find a pen or you can say, do you, do you want a pen? Do you want me to just give you a pen so you can write back? Um, and often they'll open the door a crack so you, you can deliver them a pen and, and, a, and some paper so they can write back. And next thing is you have this lovely connection going between um, behind the closed door. So you're respecting them, but you're also not leaving them. You're, you're staying connected with them and you're, you're really helping them to feel that connection through the door. So that works so beautifully and before long the door will be open and you've made amends or they might have a bit of a cry um, and you know but most of all they're feeling your love they're feeling that you know i'm a good kid i'm having a hard time but my 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 mom or my dad is right there with me they're right there 
in my corner, they're not going to leave me alone with these big feelings. And that's such a strong message to send to our kids. Um, so give that a try. I invite you to give it a try and see how it goes for you. Um, if you know, if your child, if you are in the room with your child and they are screaming, go away and leave me alone. I just have this policy that I don't go and, and I just say to them, I'll take a step back um, possibly uh, and I, I notice if that stops the, the feelings, I'll, I'll just say I'm going to come a little bit closer um, and I try and do it in a, as respectful a way as I can but I'll also say to them, look I'm not leaving you, I'm not going to leave you when you're feeling like this, I know you don't want me here but I'm not leaving. Um, and you know our, our our kids will protest strongly but i think it's it's up to us to to really take the, the leadership role in this situation um, and really stand by them and really stick by them in these moments so that they can feel those feelings and they can get them out of their system um, and get back to being whenever they so whenever you stay close and whenever they can actually feel those feelings what's happening is that they are letting go of this emotional tension that's in their system and whenever they let go of that emotional tension they're able to return back to being their happy loving loving caring selves and they're able to cooperate they're able to listen more and um, so you know it's it's really helping everybody it's helping them develop a good relationship with their feelings it's helping them get back to the um to the you know the happy joyous person that they are um, and it's, it makes parenting a whole lot easier for us. If we take those 10 minutes to connect and to listen, then our whole day is probably going to go much better. Um, so, yeah, that's my, that's my thoughts on it. I've done, I did another um, video about how to listen, it goes into more detail about listening to our kids' big feelings. Um, so if you want a little bit more guidance around that I um, feel free to go back and look at that one um, and you know so I I invite you to, to to really just think about what how this would work in your family to notice to start to notice um, to start to notice what happens when you're when your child is upset what happens when you get in close what happens when you back away and give them that space is that actually helpful for them? Do those feelings pop up again later in the day? Um, and what happens whenever you stay closer, when you stay with them through those feelings and listen to their big feelings? How are they afterwards? Are they more relaxed? Um, are they happier? Are they, you know, do you feel more connected to them? So really to notice that. And that's the great thing about kids is that they present us so many opportunities um, every day to try these things, to get it wrong. Um, another opportunity will present itself to try again. So um, I do invite you to, to, to try this, try this dance of, of being closer and backing away um, and seeing how that works for you. The one thing I would say is that if you feel triggered, so if your child, and that's really natural, it's really normal, you haven't done anything wrong, if your child is triggering some big emotions in you, then what I would say is then it is better to leave them alone. But I would let them know, I would say, look, I'm feeling really frustrated, I'm feeling really upset right now, and I have some big feelings, So, and it's not your fault, uh, so I need to give you a little bit of space, and I'm gonna take care of my feelings, and as soon as I'm feeling better, I'm gonna come back and check on you. 
then you can go away and work on your feelings and work on calming down and, and work on starting to feel empathetic towards them again. And I would say only, only listen and only um, stay close to them when you're actually feeling empathetic, you're feeling connected to them, you're not feeling triggered. So I think that's really important as well. Um, and you know, if you are triggered, you can listen again another time. It's not the right time to try and connect and listen to them when you're triggered because it, it won't go well. Um, okay, so that's my thoughts on um, on on what to say when your child tells you to go away is to not go away and to stay close. You're in their corner. You're you're the person they feel most safe with, and and you're going to stick right by them through those big feelings. Um, and that's such a strong message that you're sending them. So I invite you to, to, to give it a go. Um, I invite you to share what's coming up for you. If, if this is, um, if there's, if you have any concerns or any questions about, about this, I would really encourage you to share that and, or explore that. Um, and yeah, I'd love to hear how it goes. So thank you. If you enjoyed listening, I would be so grateful if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever service you use to listen to podcasts. This will really help me to reach more parents. You could also share the podcast with any other hardworking parents you think might enjoy it. Thanks for your support. Would you like to get your kids listening so you don't have to shout and instead you can start enjoying being a parent? Then pop along to my website, pamtheparentcoach.com or follow the link in the show notes to get signed up to my next virtual Peaceful Parenting Masterclass. See you next time. Thank you.